We've expressed our excitement about 2020 being gone. Uh, we're so thankful uh, to be here tonight. And uh, for those of you that are live streaming, that are watching with us, we're glad to have you with us tonight as we are worshiping the Lord and looking forward uh, to uh, the word of the Lord being delivered tonight. We want to thank God for our leaders tonight, uh, Bishop and Dr. Cheryl. Amen. Come on, let's praise God for them. Hallelujah. Uh, we spoke uh, just briefly about the year 2020 and many things have gone by and uh, some leaders are not even leading anymore. But I thank God for them uh, still on the wall and still in place. Hallelujah. With no quit in them. All right. Now, the Lord bless you tonight. Uh, we are going to have, as we said, speakers that are coming, minister the word of the Lord to us tonight. And uh, want to do something a little different here because we just want to keep things moving in succession. And we don't have want to have pauses and breaks and all of that. Uh, so we thank God for the leaders that are here and the speakers ready to speak. But what we want to do, we just want to extend our hands toward Bishop. Because we want to get this out of the way right now and up front and say we thank God for Bishop. We honor him. We honor the grace of God on his life and on Dr. Cheryl. And we thank the Lord for them. Amen. And uh, we want to say that now because when you come up, each speaker is going to have five minutes. So if you get up giving honor and giving respect and giving accolades, that's part of that five minutes. So we want to keep things moving smoothly and in succession. Amen. Um, and I want to announce uh, this way. This is the order. Uh, Minister Christian Mullins is going to come initially. Following him will be Pastor Ravon Shipman. Following him will be Pastor Rick Malone. Following him will be Minister Maurice Glass Jr. Following him will be Pastor Larry Byes. Following him will be Pastor Curtis McDonald. And our final speaker in this order will be Pastor Naya Smith. All right. Now, just before our um, speakers come to speak to us tonight, uh, our very own uh, Sister Tiffany Stevens is going to come and sing a, a selection for us. And following her, Minister Christian Mullins is going to come as our first speaker. Let's say amen for Sister Tiffany. Quiet. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Still too be it's still too quiet. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Still people sitting down. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Come on, we've been through 2020 and we're about to walk on now. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And we still got people sitting down looking at me like I'm crazy. Let the redeemed. My, 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 my. I ain't want to start off too on fire. Woo! Because it's been some things that I've been through this year. It's been some things that I've overcome this year. It's been some things that I've that's come up against me that I wasn't expecting. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. But God is here tonight. He's here to meet us where we're at. He's here to get us right now. You don't have to worry. You don't have to fret. God is about to turn it around for your good. Woo! Woo! Oh my God. Ooh, if I had to entitle this, it would be called pot roast. Anybody like pot roast? 
Anybody, is that anybody's favorite meal in here tonight? Pot roast. Amen, amen. I'm going to let them, I'm going to let Elder Duff read this. Thank you, Lord. Amen. For your hearing, I'm going to read Isaiah 46, starting at the third verse. Listen to me, says the Lord. O house of Jacob and all the remnant of the house of Israel, you who have been carried by me from your birth and have been carried in my arms from the womb, even to your old age I am he, and even to your advanced old age I will carry you. I've made you and I will carry you. Be assured I will carry you and I will save you. To whom will you liken me and make me equal and compare me that we may be alike? Amen, Lord. Word is already blessed. May Lord add a blessing to the readers and the hearers of his holy word. I got three minutes, y'all, so I have to speed this up. So what that means is God is faithful. God is not like man. So somebody say God is not like man. Say he's so man and he's so God at the same time. So what God released to me was that the year of 2021 is nothing but an opening of the crock pot. What do I mean by that? Pressure in the crock pot. Healing in the crock pot. Deliverance in the crock pot. I don't know if, 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 if any cookers or anything in here, but I just came to prophesy to somebody that tonight is you've been under pressure. You, 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 you know, it seems like the enemy has been pressing your buttons and, and you just can't get a break any way or anyhow. See, this thing can, it, 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 it. It can steam you, it can saute you, it can time you, it can temp you, it can keep you warm, it can delay time, it can make yogurt, it can can, it can bake. And what I realized is that 2020 was a year of pressure. But if you know anything about pressure, pressure makes diamonds. Pressure makes diamonds. And Rihanna, I know this ain't biblical, but Rihanna had a song that says, shine bright like a diamond. And see, sometimes we have to use what the enemy meant for evil and turn it around for our good. So what I saw was that God is about to crack the crock pot to open. He's about to twist the crock pot open. And what's in the crock pot? It's fullness of joy in the crock pot. It's deliverance in the crock pot. Whatever you need is in the crock pot. All you have to do is wait. Wait, I say again, wait. Whatever you need is in the crock pot. If it's joy that you need, if it's peace that you need, if it's anointing that you need, if it's the Holy Ghost Spirit that you need, you've been pressed and pressed and pressed, but God is about to take the crock pot open and he's about to serve dinner. Well, what does he say about serving dinner? He said, I'll prepare a table before you. Ooh, I wish I had some Bible preachers up in here. Touch somebody and say, I'm at the table. Touch somebody and say, I'm at the table. And I'm sitting at the table. I may look to my right. It may not be my best friend. I got 42 seconds because I'm obedient. But you better stay at that table because it's joy at the table. It's peace at the table. It's deliverance at the table. It's your healing at the table. Your enemies may be sitting all around. 30 seconds out. You need to sit at the table because at the table, 
is everything that you need. You may be looking for something. Touch your neighbor and say, it's at the table. It's at the table. Say, don't lose your seat. Don't lose your seat. God is about to do something. I got seven seconds. God is about to turn some situations around. God is about to heal some things. God is about to deliver some things. And that's it. <laughs> Let's give Christian. <laughs> Y'all better bless God for that boy. Hey, he could be somewhere else. Would have been somewhere else. Y'all, y'all don't know how to give God praise for real. That was just, go ahead, start my time. That was just a testimony of what God had been able to do throughout 2020. Y'all. They, they, don't, they don't understand it. He just gave a prophetic word about what God is doing in 2021. And he is the testimony of what God has done in 2020. Some of y'all was under pressure. Some of you was pressed down. Some of you felt like you could not get out, that you are suffocating. And God was working on the inside of you, trying to break up some of that hard area, trying to work in some of those places that you've been running from. And somehow God is starting to turn the tide so that the pressure would be released he done got you ready you you already prepped and ready and that beep beep y'all y'all must not have one of these you i'm gonna take you to walmart to get you one because when you hear that beep you understand that it's done but then still it's not time to release the pressure yet y'all Oh my God, because if you release it too early, then you might get burned. Somebody around you might get hurt. You, 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 you. See, 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 some of you had to be put under pressure in this year because you were hurting people and you didn't realize that you were hurting people because of your own trauma, because you go and are connected to a ministry that has inner healing and deliverance and you refuse to take it when you could. So God had to put you under pressure because you were destroying your life, the people around you. And now all of a sudden he is releasing the pressure. I think that's something you ought to give God some praise for he is a testimony of what God not has done but it but is doing you, you need to recognize that the pressure that you have been under my God he's releasing the pressure I don't think y'all realize who I I'm, I'm not just one of them fly by nighters y'all know the people y'all be playing on Facebook no, no, when I'm telling you that I, I really believe that the Lord is saying exactly that, that he is releasing the pressure off of you. You ought to grab a hold to that. You can take that mug to the bank because I am telling you he is releasing the pressure. Let me tell you, some of you have been laboring, doing the same thing over and over, trying to figure out why it has not, because he's had you under pressure. He's been trying to work in you. Now he can do something out of you. Now he can use you the way that he wants to because you are too hard. He didn't have your heart yet. He had your activity. He had your mind. He didn't. Now, because you've been put under pressure, you, you, some of y'all cook. Some of you cook. So you understand that when you put that meat under pressure, that, that fat, 
that waste starts to get cooked off. And if, even, even if you boil it, it starts to rise to the top. This is why you've had so much drama in your house because of the pressure and the heat hadn't been turned up so that he can get that stuff to come up to the top. It's fine. I get it. But what you need to understand right now is that he is skimming the top. He is allowing that fat to be cut off so that you can be something presentable and enjoyable. And so the pressure is being released. Let me read you this scripture because I only got a minute and a half left. He stirred me up. He stirred me up. That good crock pot. I'm going to use that Sunday. Luke 22 and verse 31 and 32. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. Everybody say sift. But I have prayed for you that they that thy faith fail not, and when thou art converted, strengthen thy brother. All right, go back to verse 31. That he may what? Sift. He wants to sift. Any bakers in the house? If you're a baker, you understand that you start to sift stuff so that you can separate it so that the air can get in there so it can be fluffy and so that it can rise. Does that make sense to you? And so the enemy comes to come and separate you. This is why it's been difficult for you to join and connect, even on social media, even the people that you are around. It's been difficult for you to stay connected because the enemy comes to separate you. He's come to divide you. He has come to bring in division. But the Bible says, but I have prayed for you that your faith fell not and when you are converted when you get turned around when you realize that this has really been the enemy trying to trip me up when your eyes are open when you realize that the hand of the enemy has been working as God has been trying to work in you when you finally realize that and you say wait a minute this is not God this is the devil let me take my authority back let me take my power back so that I can be and go where the father has destined for me to be then he says, go and strengthen your brother. Go and grab them and pull them into a place where they will be able to see that victory is yours. Clap your hands and bless it. Thank you. Who's next? Praise the Lord. I don't know how to respond behind all that. I'm going to bring you guys down a little t- tempo. Wait just a moment. Yeah, I'm a little older, amen? <laughs> Bless the Lord. Okay. The Lord's been putting in my spirit 2 Chronicles 7.13. We're all familiar with 2 Chronicles 7.14. If my people who are called by my name to help themselves pray, seek my face, turn for their wicked ways. I hear them, heaven forgive the sins. So who's the Lord talking about? The church. Listen at this. 713. If I shut up heaven, that there be no rain. Or if I command the locusts to devour the land. Or if I send pestilence among my people. If the Lord does these things, it's because of what? Sin. Because of sin. Songs of, it's the songs of praise could not take the place of upright living and generous offerings could not take the place of obedience to God. Humility, sincere devotion to God, and doing right only. These three matters of respect of the heart brought God's blessings to his people. God is glorified. He's blessed. We know he's good. But he's looking for a repentance in the church. Why? Because our country has turned over. The church has the authority in this earth, not, not the people. 
But now the church can lay back and when most of the church is asleep. Not this one, praise the Lord. But most churches are asleep today. So the Lord shut down everything. The pulpits in the bars. The pulpits at the stadiums. The pulpits at these other places. Now it's back in your home. The book of Acts is all over again. The church started in the home. Right back in the home. People are getting saved today more than ever before. Families are coming together none than before. Because when the people leave the house, they come to the church. So the Lord take us right back to the book of Acts. So he can be glorified. The world's been set down for a reason. The Lord did this. He set the world down to get people to stop the busyness and lift up Jesus Christ. He's good, he's merciful, and he's justice. But when he comes back, keep on doing the things you're doing. You're not doing right, keep doing it. So, Lord, this is a wake-up call today. So I, I stop by to tell you, get right by God. He can come here anytime. He's a merciful, loving God. Also, he's a just God. He has to just sin. He's merciful, he's good, he's good giving. But first of all, we got to be right by God. So he's letting us know today in his mercy and his grace to let us know that he's coming soon, saints. Get right by God. Pray. Stand at home and pray. Get your families together. But the most important thing that we need today is the gospel of Jesus Christ. When the Lord started his ministry, what does he do? He says the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and do what? Believe the gospel. Put the gospel right back where it needs to be. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on and put your hands together for the Lord one more time, please. Hallelujah. I wasn't originally on the list. My dad called me and asked me to stand and gap for him. Hallelujah. Because he's in the hospital. Hallelujah. But how many know that you got to stand and gap for somebody else? Listen, we, 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 get too, we get too stingy with our praise. We think that it's for us and it's not only just for us and for somebody else too. Hallelujah. While my dad is in the hospital battling with COVID, hallelujah, I'm standing in proxy for him. Hallelujah. My praise, my worship, hallelujah, it's for him. Hallelujah. I'm doing well. I'm fine. I'm kicking and I'm moving. But my praise is not only just for me, but it's for my family, my father and my mother. She just got out the hospital today. Hallelujah. From battling with COVID and my praise was for her when I found out that she was in a hospital hallelujah but I listen I ain't gonna bore you I ain't gonna bore you look come on let's turn to Psalms 37 hallelujah they didn't already preach hallelujah it says it says in Psalms 37 it says I can barely see because I wear glasses amen hallelujah it says I've been young and now I am old yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread hallelujah look to your neighbor and say don't worry about it no more oh come on and say to your other neighbor don't worry about it no more hallelujah he already some see sometimes we gotta we gotta throw the word back in God's face to remind him what he said hallelujah because when I got the call that my mother needed to be rushed to the hospital because she couldn't breathe hallelujah let me tell you what I did when I got in that car I got in that car and I went to the throne boldly you can't go to the throne with a noodle back and a jelly back you gotta go to the throne boldly and I got an attitude with the Lord got an attitude with the Lord. I said, God, this is not why we serve you. This is not why we pray to you. This is not why we minister to you. Hallelujah. It's a given exchange. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I give you something. You give me something. Oh, don't act like you don't go to God like that. 
Don't act like I'm the only one that go to God and say, listen, I need something for you. I done praised you on yesterday. I need you to do something right now. Instantaneous breakthrough. Instantaneous blessing. I need it right now. Hallelujah. He said, he said, I have never, I've been young and now I am old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor the seed, his seed begging bread. Why are we so worried about tomorrow? He said, I have given you everything. Only thing you got to do is open up your word and read it. We've been through a lot this year. Hallelujah. We've been through COVID. We've been through deaths. We've been, listen, deaths going to always happen. It's going to be people going to die next year. People going to die next year. Hallelujah. But he said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. He's still going to take care. He's still going to do what he said he was going to do. Hallelujah. I never knew the word to turn back void. Hallelujah. He said, I am a God that can do all things but fail. So why are we going through 2020 all frantic and all haywire? When he said, I will be with you until the end of the world. Is that not the word? Hallelujah. I will be with you to the end of the world. You don't got to worry about a thing because I said I'm going to heal. I told you I was going to deliver. Sometimes we just got to sit down and we got to just wait. But we get so anxious and we want God to do it now. And he said, you can't even handle it now. You want me to do something that you ain't even ready for. You want me to do something that you haven't even showed me that you even ready for. Somebody told me, somebody said, I, 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 yeah, yeah, I got 53. Somebody told me, I said, listen, I got to go and stand a gap for, for my, with my father. Hallelujah. I'm not Bishop Glass. I'm his seed. Listen, but I said, I got to go and stand a gap for my father. They said, ooh. You got to go and stand uh, 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 for, for your father. That's a heavy mantle. I said, yeah, that's a lot of uh, big shoes to fill. Hallelujah. I said, that's a lot. That's a big, that's some big shoes to fill. I said, I said, but, 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 but the thing, but I'm his seed. You know, they said the apple don't fall too far from the tree. Hallelujah. They don't fall too far from the tree. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, you can cut the tree down, but the stump still will be right there. Hallelujah. That's my time. Listen, I want to be obedient. Come on and give it up for the Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Okay. Praise the Lord. Where's my wife at? She in here? I was going to do an illustration with her. That's all. That's oh, okay. Um, what I want to draw your attention to is uh, Romans chapter 8. Uh, and we're going to look at one specific verse. And um, 
I'm really, um, you really blessed me, my brother, that just came up. You really blessed me. Uh, how old are you? 29? Praise the Lord. Amen. <clears throat> You're there. Now, what I want to do is I want to um, speak on behalf of uh, about, four, about four months ago, I, I ran into Jesus Christ. I've been in ministry for a lot of years, but I ran into Christ. And it has, where's the clock at, by the way? I'm trying to see where it's at. Okay, thank you, all right. I had an encounter with him. Not that I haven't had encounters before, but this encounter revolutionized my thinking. It revolutionized how I see things. And I have been changed by the power of the anointed Christ. I can't look at things the way I used to. Verse 14, verse 14. I want to tell you something. The church of Jesus Christ needs to have an encounter with Jesus Christ. I know what you've been doing, and I know what you've been going through, but when you run into him, because normally you're, you're not expecting to see him, uh, the Apostle John said when he did see Jesus, he didn't shout. He hit the ground first. And you know what that is an expression of? Everything stops. Everything changes. Everything takes on a different meaning and a different aspect. When you run into Christ for real. You know what, uh, what I mean when I say for real? That's how the devil is attacking the church. He's for real. Anyway, it says here in, 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 uh, okay, yeah. it says in the, the 14th verse, it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. then you can see what the problem is then, partially. We're doing the leading. We're doing the leading. And we're not allowing God to lead us. In the illustration, I would say, to be led means for God to take your hand. And you don't get a chance, you don't get a chance to to figure things out. You don't get a chance to work your own thing into it. You just follow him as he leads you. And once, how is he going to lead you? By the hearing ear. You got to be able, and, and so this, I, I got 30 some seconds. I got to break into the, the, 
the, the real deal. We have to hear the voice of God and be obedient to what God is saying to you. And most people that say that they have never heard the voice, the, 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 the voice of God, most people that have never heard the voice of God, you're not consecrated. You're not dedicated. Because the voice of God is to everyone. I got to stop. The voice of God is the lifeline for everything that you ever going to experience in your life. How I've made it and how I've gotten through everything. I didn't understand what was going on. I just only had him leading me. I didn't want to be led the way he was trying to get me. I didn't want to go those directions. I didn't want to have to go that way. And the more I pushed to, 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 to try to find another way to do it, God, God was saying, if you're going to follow me, if you're going to be led by me and obtain to sonship, you're going to have to release your hand and let me take it and go where I send you. And some of you here, you're not walking in your purpose yet. Do you know why? Because you're lacking in the pursuit of Jesus Christ as the hidden treasure. There is no greater pursuit. There is no greater thing you can go after. Christ. It's all. It's everything. And while we're trying to come up with programs, what will work and what, what won't work? Find out, is anybody being pushed along, guided by the Lord? It's important to this body, the body of Christ. When he says be led, that's talking about when I like it, He's talking about when I'm upset with him. Why are you taking me down this road? Everything, I don't like what you're doing. You don't look like you know what you're doing, God. That's the Christ that I had to run into. He breaks me down so he can build me up. That's what he's been doing. And when I try to do it my own way, he says, one time he said to me recently, he said, okay, Larry, let's do it your way. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, he says, I'm telling you what you should be doing. And you want to tell me, you want to find another way to do it. And so let's do it your way. And it took a few seconds to make an adjustment for me. I said, oh, no, Lord. I don't like what you're doing. I'm not in agreement with what you're doing. I don't like how I'm feeling. I don't like how people are looking at me, my own staff. What are you talking about? What are you doing? If you're going to be led, 
you have to put down. You have to let go of all of your inhibitions, your, your opinions. You have to let go of everything that's dear to you. Now, everybody has to know that what I think about things is so important to me. But you know what the Lord does with that? He says, I like my ideas better than I like yours. And so take that idea you got and put it to the side and take on my idea. He likes what he says better than what I say. And if you're going to be led into 2021, you got to make a decision. You should be making a decision today. Uh, and that decision is, God, for so many years, I've been doing it my way. And I've been handling things uh, in accordance to what I think is best. But God never told you to do that. He said, be led by him. And being led is the same as you don't know when I get in my car. I don't know where I'm going. I know where I'm I know where I think I'm going, but when I get in that car, the Lord says, you know, I know you're planning on going to Burger King, because that was the plan that day. I'm going to Burger King. And he told me, he said, but there's somebody I'm trying to reach out to, and it's along the way. It's going to take you another 10 minutes, but can you turn? And go down this street and leave Burger King until after I, you've done what I want you to do. And so being led has to do with God taking you by the hand and leading you along. Sometimes I wanted to stop and do other things. And let me tell you something. If it presses you, if it's important to you, because of how you see things. You know, who told you that your opinion was important? Who told you that what you think about things is important to God? Who told you that you were supposed to use your own intellect? He told you this is the mind of God right here. And so, you know, as I wrap this up, I'm just trying to tell you that if you learn how to be led. Being led and hearing the voice of God is the gateway to your success in life. It's the doorway. You're trying to find and do other things. Well, you know, be successful in other, there is life and there is success. It's in the word of God. But it's in hearing the voice of God and executing exactly what he says, the way he says, when he says, and leaving yourself completely out of the picture. And once they can't see you, <laughs> I said once they cannot see you, but they can see him, then the glory and the excellency and the majesty of God will begin to show up in you. Because your intention is to glorify him. So be sensitive to the voice of God. That's where the, you don't have to have a dime. You can start with nothing. I, oh, I need a better job. No. What you need is to be able to hear God. 
and be led by him. Success in life comes from obeying the Father and the voice of the Spirit. That's where success is. You don't have to have, you don't have to go get another degree. You don't have to go uh, uh, get some higher paying job because in in the kingdom of God, faith is the economy. Here, money, it means everything to everybody. But in the kingdom of God, faith is the economy that God operates upon them. And you don't have to have no money. You can start just as you are right now. And 2,000, this ain't time to, okay, well, I'm sorry, I was waiting on this one. Praise the Lord. David said in Psalms 34 and 3, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I got a question for you. What does it mean to magnify the Lord? And I got an answer for you. To magnify the Lord simply means to make him bigger in your life. Somebody say, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't it something, isn't it something that the farther away that you are from an object, the, 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 the farther away that you can hardly see see it amen but the closer that you get to an object the bigger that it gets now let me tell you something amen the object itself did not grow bigger but it's your perception it's your it's your view of it so as I get ready to go to my seat I got a story that I want to tell you this story is about a father and a son they were walking on a night sunny bright day and then the the son looked at his father and said daddy I got a question to ask you he said how big is God amen he said what is his size what is his dimension what is his measurements and amen and the story goes on the father thought about it and then he looked up in the air and he saw an airplane and he pointed at that airplane he said son look at that airplane tell me how big is that airplane and the son said well daddy I really cannot tell because where I'm at and where it's at it looks to be very small and the story goes on that the father took the son to an airport hangar and there sitting on the tarmac was a big old 747 and he pointed at that plane and he said now son what's the size of that airplane and the son said daddy that plane looks big I mean it is enormous I mean even the wings look strong even the engine sounds like it's ready to take on everything and the father said son that's how you view God because you see the closer that you are to God the bigger that he is well let me tell you one thing we have faced so much in 2020 but I want to tell you one thing I don't know what the depth 
devil got up its sleeve for 2021. Amen. I don't know what kind of schemes, I don't know what kind of tricks he's got up his sleeve, but one thing I do know, that whatever I face, that I'm going to make God big. Amen. Because I know that the God that I serve, he's bigger than any mountain. The God that I serve, he's bigger than COVID-19. The God that I serve, he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I can think or ask. So I want to tell you right now, whatever you face, whatever you go through in 2021, put God first. Make God big and watch God work. Just want to remind you, hallelujah, this New Year's night, who you are serving, who your God is, amen, somebody, the one that's been keeping us and blessing us past all that we've been seeing, all that we've been enduring, there has truly been a God on our side, amen, somebody, want to remind you, amen, somebody of Psalms, hallelujah, 23rd Psalms, amen, somebody, that the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. Uh, hallelujah somebody. For truly God has been keeping us uh, even in the midst of these trying times. Uh, come on somebody. Uh, hallelujah. The God of our salvation uh, has been making a way uh, out of no way uh, for his children. Uh, who am I talking to tonight? Uh, I'm talking to the remnant of God. Uh, I'm talking to the call of him uh, according to his uh, divine purpose. Uh, hallelujah. For he said my sheep. Hallelujah. They know my voice and I know that they shall not follow. Though times might not be looking favorable. Come on somebody. But what I know I got a God that's on my side. Hallelujah. That's making a way for me that I don't have to want because he already what? Suffered, bled, and died for it to be so. So I want to remind you that we are a called people. We are prepared people. We are an equipped people. And we can't lose. Come on, somebody. When we got God on our side, who is God talking to? Want you to be reminded this night of the God, amen, that is working it out for you. That's turning some things around even right now. When folks counted you out, my God, when the enemy counted you out, hallelujah, the blood is what? It's yet been covering you. Want to remind you, amen, that the enemy recognizes the blood. He sees the blood. Hallelujah. And this word, this gospel of Jesus Christ is what he respects. So that lets us know we got to stand on the word of God. We got to be steadfast and unmovable. Come on, somebody. Displaying kingdom. Hallelujah. Characteristics. Kingdom what? Integrity. Because I know the God. My Jesus. Hey, oh God. That's been keeping me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the reason you looking at me and I'm looking at you lets me know there's been a God on our side. The reason we still yet got a pulse is because we still yet got a purpose that we haven't fulfilled. 
left and ten at my right it shall not and it has not come nigh thee because the God of your salvation hallelujah hallelujah he's been keeping us he's been blessing us he's been seeing us through blessing us during a pandemic come on somebody some of us oh my god god didn't start to move greatly until the pandemic came hallelujah and why someone Oh my God, the remnant. I'm talking to the remnant tonight. I'm talking to the called. Hallelujah. I'm talking to the sold out. I'm talking to the for God I live and for God I die. That's who I'm talking to tonight. We stood still. We stood on the word of God. We trusted him. Hallelujah. We continue to press forward when a country and the government wanted us to sit down, wanted us to run to our homes. Some of us, hallelujah, said I'm still yet gonna praise the Lord I'm still yet gonna bless the Lord I'm still yet gonna proclaim this gospel no matter how I got to get it out hallelujah that when he finds me when he finds me I'll be doing the work of the Lord hallelujah how many that's your testimony tonight if he kept us this far Hallelujah. If he kept us this far, hallelujah. The good shepherd tends to the sheep. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we what? We shall not want. He's already proven that. You looking at me, that's a proof to me. You looking at me, that's proof that God's been on our side. Hallelujah. So while we still yet got life in these bodies, we're going to praise the Lord because this breath belongs to him. It don't belong to us. So we're just giving him his breath. We're giving him his praise back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Saying unto the world, I shall not stand down, but I shall bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Tell him thank you. Come on, let's give God praise for the word tonight. Hallelujah. Is Pastor Reginald Glenn in the house? Pastor Reginald Glenn in the house. Amen. Well, again, we are grateful to God for the word of the Lord tonight. How many appreciate the word of God? Come on, can you give God praise for his word? We certainly need a word going into 2021, and we are thankful tonight for the word of the Lord. At this time, Minister Christian Mullins is going to come again with a special mime ministry. Let's receive him as we give praise unto our great God. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You can be seated for a half second, right? You know, 2021 is going to be 5781 in the Hebrew calendar. And 80 is representing a decade, 5780 to 5790. And it's the decade of pay. And that means we're going to be declaring something how many of you have been using your mouths to declare the word of god this year okay if you haven't you have nine more years 
You got to begin to declare the word, not what you feel. God says in this coming year, this is what he spoke to my heart. We've got to be closer to God than we've ever been. If you think that you've really grown close to God this year, that's good. But there's more. There's more. He wants you to think like him. He wants you to act like him. He wants your whole heart this year. So don't worry about what you got to change. He will do the changing. Listen to me. God spoke this to me so strongly. He says, I am a redemptive God. Cheryl, I'm a redemptive God. I'm a redemptive God. I'm really not all about punishment and judgment. And we've been so, so programmed that it's all about God's going to crush you like a bug. No, he's a redemptive God. Everything that God does is to hopefully bring redemption in a life. So God says this year coming, he wants to redeem you, but he wants to change you so that you will see that redemption in others. What do I mean? When you see someone in sin, you're not going to shun them. You're not going to judge them. You're going to love them. He says, I am a redemptive God. So everything you do this year, do with a mindset that they could get saved. That the worst person you can think of can be saved. Remember that Saul became Paul. Saul became Paul. We got to remember that. Redemptive God. And he says, this year, decree his word. He says, if nothing else, COVID got rid of some apathy in the church. How many of you came out of apathy? And God says, I've used it. I've used it. Don't walk around gloom and doom and this is the end. And oh my, no, this ain't the end. Revival is coming to the church. Revival. God uses these dark times. He uses these dark times. And God says, get ready. My spirit is invading every place where I am welcome. Make this a habitation, not a visitation. You be the habitation. You be the church. Because God said this year, he's bringing in a refreshing. He's bringing in a lift of what was don't buy into all the junk you're hearing turn off the radio turn off the television turn off the news turn on the word turn on to what God's saying he's all about redemption this year he's redeeming that which was lost he's redeeming that which was taken from you he's redeeming you say well I lost loved ones that's okay you know where they're at you're just gonna change your address someday too so God's redeeming he's redeeming get that in your brain for this year not judgment not he's gonna punish us he no saints listen to me He said, there's been so much prayer that he's heard at the throne. 
more prayer that he's heard at the throne more prayer that he's heard at the throne i loved what pastor naya said tonight if you got a pulse you got a purpose oh my god how many of you got a pulse all right say i got purpose i got purpose and god's gonna use me this year to redeem something amen praise god amen I want to thank all the speakers that have taken time to be here. And the pastor wives that are here, thank you. We love you. You're special to us. And thank you for imparting to the people. The Bible says that God goes before us. Is that right? He's already in 2021. We're just getting started tonight. We got some food. Remember, go through the line one time, amen? And we're going to grab around here, eat. We got some turkey and meatballs and chicken and veggies and mashed potatoes. And we'll come back. We'll have a water baptism service. And we're going to hear from the prophets the prophetic word what God has put upon their hearts. But I am a man that believes in miracles. And I believe in miracles tonight. As we turn into the new year, some of us here need a fresh start. A fresh start with God. Not Buddha, not Muhammad, not Allah, not Harry Krishna, but the Lord Jesus Christ. You need his mercy and you need his grace. And there's some things you don't want to take into the first of the year. I need a fresh start. Anybody here can agree with that? Raise your hands. I need a fresh start. I need a fresh commitment to God. I need a fresh start going to the new year. Fresh start in my word time, prayer time, commitment, evangelism, things that I do. I need to leave some things behind and recommit my life back to God. Anybody want to turn from those things? Let me see those hands right now. If you're saying, Dr. Jerry, I want a fresh commitment. Stand up. God said he's going to grant the gift of repentance tonight. So let's sing that song. Let's keep our distances, but let's sing that song, Amazing Grace. So come on down to the altar as we recommit a fresh start with God. Come. You meant what you're saying, come now. I'm going to recommit a fresh start with God. I'm going to ask for forgiveness and repent and turn into the new year. Come.